Hey, beautiful people. It's your girl, Sam, coming at you from Berlin, Germany. It is Wednesday, February the 24th. So if anyone did actually make a bet on whether or not I would finish those two books yesterday, um, the people who won were the people who said I would not. I actually thought that I would have all of today to finish it too, but no, they disappeared from my Kindle. Um, which was fine because I could immediately uh, check them out again from the library. So no one had them on hold. There were plenty of copies. Anyway, crisis averted. Now I can finish the books. And I know yesterday I said I was going to talk about Stacey Abrams today, but I had a day. I had a day of being really angry with the German government and the decisions they're making with regards to the unending lockdown and the slow vaccines and not listening to doctors. And so I have found um, poetry to read and a topic, the Black Arts Movement. We are going to talk about the Black Arts Movement. And we are going to listen to poetry and we are going to have a moment of zen, I hope and peace as we begin our days. So Malcolm X, who I mentioned yesterday with regards to, he was the founder of Nation of Islam, which I haven't talked about yet, but it's on the list. He um, was murdered in 1965, and the Black Arts Movement sprang out after his assassination. A man and a poet named Amiri Baraka, that's the name that he gave himself, announced that he would leave his integrated life in New York City's Lower East Side for Harlem. And there he founded the Black Arts Repertory Theater, home to workshops in poetry, playwriting, music, and painting. Larry Neal, who was also a poet, and you'll hear one of his poems today, said about the Black Arts that it was the aesthetic and spiritual sister of the Black Power concept. It emphasized self-determination for Black people, being able to determine yourself, what what you do and what happens with your life and your art, and a, a separate cultural existence for Black people on their own terms, with the beauty and the goodness of being Black being the focus. Haki Marabuti said that the mission of the Black Arts Movement was to become whole people and to tell our narrative, while at the same time move toward a level of success in the country and the world. They wanted to create art and literature that would fight for Black people's liberation with the intensity of Malcolm X. But much like the Black Power Movement, it had some issues with homophobia, sexism, and anti-Semitism. And also, much like the Black Power Movement, the government had a whole lot of heavy surveillance on them, and uh, there was a lot of violence towards um, the Black Arts Movement. And um, eventually, what what became its its ultimate downfall was it became um, too Marxist and too Leninist and had financial difficulties. 
but not before it inspired a whole generation of poets, a whole generation of artists, and continues to inspire Black artists to create. Here's a poem uh, by Larry Neal called Holy Days. Holy the days of the prune-faced junkie men. Holy the skag-pumped arms. Holy the Harlem faces looking for space in the dead rock valleys of the city. Holy the flowers. Sing holy for the raped holidays and Bessie's guts spilling on the Mississippi road. Sing holy for all of the faces that inched toward freedom, followed the North Star like Harriet and Douglas. Sing holy for all of our singers and sinners, for all the shapes and forms of our liberation. Holy, 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 for the midnight hassles, for the gods of our ascenters bellowing sunsets and blues that gave us vision. O oh God, make us strong and ready. Holy, 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 for the day we dig ourselves and rise in the sun of our own peace and place and space. Yes, Lord. And here is Haiku and Tonka for Harriet Tubman by Sonia Sanchez. Picture a woman riding thunder on the legs of slavery. Picture her kissing our spines saying no to the eyes of slavery. Picture her rotating the earth into a shape of lives becoming. Picture her leaning into the eyes of our birth clouds. Picture this woman saying no to the constant yes of slavery. Picture a woman jumping rivers, her legs inhaling moons. Picture her ripe with seasons of legs running. Picture her tasting the secret corners of woods. Picture her saying, you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars, to change the world. Imagine her words. Every great dream begins with a dreamer. Imagine her saying, I freed a thousand slaves, could have freed a thousand more if they only knew they were slaves. Imagine her humming, how many days we got before we taste freedom. Imagine a woman asking, how many workers for this freedom quilt? Picture her saying, a live runaway could do great harm by going back, but a dead runaway could tell no secrets. Picture the daylight bringing her to woods full of birth moons. Picture John Brown shaking her hands three times, saying, General Tubman, General Tubman, General Tubman. Picture her words, There's two things I got a right to, death or liberty. Picture her saying no to a play called Uncle Tom's Cabin. I am the real thing. Picture a black woman, could not read or write, trailing freedom refrains. Picture her face turning southward, walking down a southern road. Picture this woman, freedom-bound, tasting a people's preserved breath. Picture this woman of royalty, wearing a crown of morning air. Picture her walking, running, reviving a country's breath. Picture black voices leaving behind lost tongues.
And finally, a poem by Haki Matubuti that could have been written today. It's called Gwendolyn Brooks, America in the Wintertime. In this moment of orangutans, wolves, and scavengers, of high heat redesigning the South and North Poles and the wanderings of new tribes in limousines, with the confirmations of liars, thieves, and get-over artists, in the wilderness of Pennsylvania Avenue, Standing Rock, misspelled executive orders on yellow paper with crooked signatures, where are the kind language makers among us? At a time of extreme climate danger, deciphering fake news, alternative truths, and me-ism, you saw the 21st century and left us, not on your own accord or permission. You have fought and fought most of the 20th century, creating an army of poets who learned and loved language and stories of complicated rivers, seas, and oceans. Where is the kind green nourishment of kale and wheatgrass? You thought, wrote, and lived poetry, knew that terror is also language based on denial, firstism, and rich cowards. You were honey, and yes, to us, never ran from black as in bones, Africa, blood and questioning yesterdays and tomorrows. We never saw you dance, but you had rhythm. You were a warrior before the war, creating earth language, uncommon signs and melodies, and did not sing the songs of career slaves. Keenly aware of Tubman, Douglas, Wells Barnett, Dubois, and the oversized consciousness and commitment of never-quit people, religiously taking note of the bloodlust enemies of kindness, we hear your last words. America, if you see me as your enemy, you have no friends. And with that, I will leave you on this Wednesday. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. I hope I have a wonderful Wednesday. I hope we all have wonderful Wednesdays. And I will talk to you again tomorrow. Bye. This has been To Berlin and Beyond.